shit! Oh, what, what, what? What's wrong? Oh, damn, that's purple. All of my shit is purple, you know. It's the wrong kind of purple, though. What does that even mean? Sugar and toys, sugar and toys, sugar and toys, sugar and toys, sugar and toys. 105, Sugar and Toys. This is my number one favorite episode of my entire season. If you were thinking about no longer watching the show, like, this is how I want to be remembered. <laughs> yeah, this episode, I think, has some of the most, like, uh, um, hard-hitting, kind of wild shit that I think we've done in the season. Yeah. Personal favorite of mine is the uh, award ceremony. Giving a shout-out to all the white ladies who've been uh, calling cops on black people who are just trying to mind their own business. Right, like, trying to get into their own apartments, you know, swimming swimming pools that are in their yards, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. Yeah, it's a really crazy phenomenon. I mean, like, uh, cartoon bullshit aside, we're now with the power of the cell phone where everyone's got a camera. It's kind of like the surveillance state kind of turning on itself where, like, there's incontrovertible evidence that this kind of bullshit is going on. So right. uh, we thought it would be really funny to take that idea and, and flip it one more time where almost, we, what do we got? We got a... Was it Ann Coulter and uh, um, Huckabee Sanders? Who Huckabee, just, that's who that, it is. Huckabee Sanders. Sanders. Celebrating, like, the, the idea of, like, all right, you caught us doing this shit where we're basically harassing innocent people. We got to honor the best and the best and the brightest. You know, it's not right. some average shit. Like, these are, like, the people that are doing it on a, on a championship level. This is the BET Awards for white women. Finally. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember we were trying to think of, like, what is the most extreme scenario because... It's already ridiculous enough. So the most ridiculous thing we could come up with is what if the white woman called the police on a baby that was just born? <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I love doing on this show is taking childhood stuff and throwing some real adult significance on it. And this Winnie the Pooh one, I think, definitely puts these characters in a way that has never been seen before. Yes. I think our end point was kind of thinking about how depression is kind of dealt with and how a character like Eeyore right. uh, was, was sort of portrayed. I, I think it being about insecurities and kind of like you can gain enough confidence where you begin to see yourself as a little more superior than everyone else and then even, even the bullied can become the bully. You know, yeah, and vice versa. I think, and I think, like even the way we portray Pooh as being the alpha in the story, and him getting all kind of swollen, working out, but on the inside, you know, like what kind of was motivating that was his own insecurity there. Yeah, and just the idea that like once you do become confident of yourself, then it has to come with a certain amount of responsibility and and empathy, because you know you could very anybody could turn into a bully, like you know. I, I mean, I think it's definitely the best remake of Animal Farm ever. <laughs> um, I, think, I think that they should definitely be teaching this Winnie the Pooh sketch in high schools. Right, right. So we did, we did another Drake This episode, is the funniest is... fucking thing in the world, and it's the only good voice acting I've ever done in my life. I played the old man. <laughs> Wait, oh, I'm that's the old right. Man. You did play the old man. You are Drake. <laughs> that was me. We, we thought this would be funny if, like, Drake got tired of being the nice guy that everyone loved and decided to turn to the dark side. <laughs> well, tried to turn he to the dark side. Yeah, he tried to turn to the dark side and be like a, a mean dude, and it just was not possible. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of it, where he's like standing there in the mirror, like yeah. making these kind Having of proclamations with himself. With himself. Yeah. I am no longer the guy who's gonna open up a bag of potato yeah, chips yeah. with some scissors. Right, right. You know, that he really is that guy on the inside. It's just inescapable. Well, well it's, I mean, because Drake is like the coolest square 
person in the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he may not be, really. Right. But he just comes off as such a nice guy right. that I think, you know, Twitter world just kind of goes crazy with it, and it's funny. And uh, J.D. Witherspoon's Drake, I mean, oh, still man, is... Oh, killed it, yeah. I mean, we, I, I've been seeing on, like, on, on social media, like, people... People think it's really Drake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, you know, I, I think it's actually really Drake, too. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> well, today, it's no more Mr. Softy. Yo, man, do you remember when Justin Bieber crashed his car in the hood? Yes, I do. I was there. <laughs> I said, I don't believe you, nigga, dance. And he did. It was really him. That sketch really did write itself. The, the premise of the sketch is Justin Bieber's plane crashes in the middle of the hood, in the middle of Englewood. It was inspired by a real incident where yeah. Bieber, this, this incredible video we saw uh, while we were writing, where uh, Bieber's car broke down in the middle of the hood, and while he's waiting for it to get repaired, he just starts putting on <laughs> a show, a show for, <laughs> for a bunch of just people, just re like round the way, regular people are yeah. just there, and they got Justin Bieber, and he's, like, he was doing, like, push-ups, yeah. he was dancing, he was, like, singing. We just thought it would be funny if, like, what if we took that to another level and, and had his, like, private jet crash down into Compton, <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's asking people to call 911, but they won't call 911 until they actually know who the fuck he is. Like, they need a name. And he's telling them, and once he tells them that he's Justin Bieber, no one believes him. So the whole sketch is really about him trying to prove to everyone that he is Justin Bieber before he dies. Bro, why would I lie about being Justin Bieber? I don't know. Get some ass? Shit, I say I was Justin Bieber if it was gonna get me some ass. Boy, you ain't no Justin Bieber. That's my point, and neither is he. We actually, like, literally wrote it almost in real time, like, going back and forth with dialogue. Like, you know, a lot of times when we write these things, yeah. you know, we'll come up with a premise and one of us will go off and write. But this this uh, sketch was one yeah. we wrote together and it's, it's really It was like rapid favorite. fire, like we were going back and forth. <laughs> I don't know, it came together really well. This was like one of both of our favorites, I yeah. think. Mm -hmm. right. And like, what's funny is when we first started talking about the sketch, like the idea of like, you know, turning some of the expectation of what people in the hood might be like. Yeah. Like there's nobody trying to rob them. No one's trying to do nah. anything. It's more like that starstruck thing where like all of a sudden, like one of the most famous people like is, they got in, love is on your him. blog. Yeah. yeah, they got love for him. But, like, but, 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 but yeah, like if this is some impersonator, is, like they're not going to yeah, put up not, with that they're shit. Not they're not going to put up with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we made like a little uh, cameo appearance from Tyler, the creator. And uh, that was around the time when Tyler actually crashed his Tesla. Right. And we actually put that in the show. <laughs> Ouch! Hey, somebody call 911, cut! As we were conceiving of this show, you know, we were thinking a lot about daytime TV, uh, you know, obviously starting with cartoons. But in this episode, we went as far as to think about, like, home shopping network and, like, and, and fundraising telethons, basically, which yeah. were a staple of our youth. Yeah. So, uh, you know, on this one, we, we did this... Uh, mashup of a, of a QVC uh, that we call KVC, K is for Kyle, uh, mixing it up with like a telethon um, for I think one of the most worthy causes ever ever put on television. Sending Boy Scouts to Burning Man. Someone's so got to do so it. They yeah. can get high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Not just get high, also have sex. Uh, and then even the reason for him doing it is because his uncle Junebug like robbed a string of banks. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just to send him to Burning Man when he was a young Boy Scout. It's an important rite of passage. Right, know? right. Episode five is a wrap. The yes. Boy Scouts are at Burning Man. On to number six. Can you tell the people what they could be looking forward to on the next episode? Fun. Lots of hilarity ensues in episode 106. I love it when you say ensues. Sugar and toys. 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 Sugar and toys.